Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Experts claim there is nothing tougher than a diamond. But at Diamonds Direct, we beg to differ. Have you ever met a mother? Strong, radiant, timeless. This Mother's Day, give her the gift that meets her match. With diamond jewelry starting at $200, plus Diamonds Direct's exceptional quality and unbeatable everyday price, you're sure to give her a gift that wows this generation and the next to come. Experience the thrill of jewelry shopping done right at Diamonds Direct. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening to the Odd Couple Podcast. Be sure to catch us live every weekday from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern, 4 to 7 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for the Odd Couple at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. It is the Odd Couple. We're live from the TireRight.com studios, and we're brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, boat, ATV, and more. All your protection in one place. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. We're also brought to you by Big George Foreman, the movie about the unbelievable true story of how George Foreman went from winning the Olympic gold medal and the heavyweight championship to retiring and then returning to the ring 10 years later and ultimately winning the heavyweight championship for a second straight time. It is now exclusively in movie theaters. Get your tickets now. It's rated PG-13. All right, uh, Rob, let's get back to the NFL and get back to the draft to some degree. And we saw it's not historic. It's not a uh, big deal at this point anymore um, when a black quarterback is drafted, number one. We know for up until a few, you know, uh, 15 years or so ago, it was not only you didn't have black quarterbacks drafted, number one, you didn't really have many at all in the league. It was still very much against having black quarterbacks. I don't care what they say. It was clearly against 
black quarterbacks having uh, playing that position. And um, you had the first three quarterbacks, Bryce Young, of course, C.J. Stroud, Young to Carolina's trial to Houston, and then number four, Anthony Richardson to Indianapolis. Um, and, Rob, I, I did a little quick count, and, Rob G., correct me if I'm wrong, I think 14 of the 32 starting quarterbacks this season, and I'm counting Richardson, even if he's not the starter, he's obviously the future, at least he's going to get a shot to be the future in Indianapolis. Um, but 14 of the 32 are African-Americans. I don't think I counted Tua, so that would be 15 of the 32 are, are of color. And um, you got a major uh, statement you want to make. Chris, don't fall out of your chair, okay? Be ready for this because I'm serious. After watching the draft and seeing what's taking place in the NFL, Chris, the white quarterback is becoming extinct in the NFL. (laughs) And I say that for a lot of reasons. Matter of fact, Will Levis last night, Chris, he should have wore a purple suit because he was Barney, the dinosaur. (laughs) And that's what's happening. Like, we're watching this before our eyes, okay? The top three quarterbacks in the first round, black. We, we already know, Chris, when you talk about the pay scale on black quarterbacks, uh, Patrick Mahomes, the highest paid as far as uh, total money. And then the five highest paid quarterbacks uh, in guaranteed Annually. money, Deshaun Watson, Kyler Murray, Lam- uh, Lamar Jackson, Jalen Hurts, and Russell Wilson. Right. And then next year, the top quarterback prospect, Caleb Williams at USC. Right. And Chris, I'm I'm not I'm I'm dead serious when I talk about this. This reminds me, and you'll remember this, when Jimmy the Greek Schneider was fired from CBS. Right. Part of his conversation and rant about the black athlete Which and people Chris, who he don't went back, remember. They only remember him talking about Blacks being bred right. to be athletes during slavery, be bigger, stronger, to you know, work in the fields and all that. But you know, remember what he said? You know what I'm going to say, right? Yeah. You remember yep, what he said? Yeah. Yep. He said, if black guys keep playing quarterback, there won't be any jobs for us. Am I right or wrong? You're wrong. You're right and wrong. You're right in that on the field, they're, they're thinning out, but that's why they, they take, they not letting us up in the front office. And in the coaches' staff. No, I know, but I'm just saying. I, you know, but, but that's I know part what of what he yes. did say exactly about 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 being a quarterback. Here's right. the other one, Chris. Are you ready? This is a vast wasteland of white quarterbacks taken in the first round in the last ten drafts. Blake Bortles out of the league. Johnny Manziel out of the league. Carson Wentz, a journeyman. Uh, Paxton Lynch, Chris, out of the league. Jared Goff got traded. Mitch Trubisky, a bust. Baker Mayfield, a bust. Sam Darnold, a bust. Josh Rosen, out of the league. Zach Wilson, a bust. Mac Jones, benched last year. And, and two to be determined is a couple guys, Daniel Jones and Kenny Pickett, okay? Now, have there been some hits? Yes, there have. <clears throat> Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. Trevor Lawrence, and Justin Herbert. 
Okay, those are hits. I'm just saying and, and giving my thing. I'm not going to act like they, they don't exist. This isn't Moneyball, Chris, where they ignore the players on the A's and talk about you know Moneyball and how they uh, used analytics to win and didn't mention the great players. But my point is, this is a stunning turn of events on where we are now in the NFL. And I know that, like you said, there have been black quarterbacks. They've won Super Bowls. This is not the novelty anymore but the numbers are staggering uh, you know three are of you the really top... stunned yeah i am i i am surprised i'm not stunned i'm surprised that where where the nfl's gone and how many of these other guys haven't panned out and have been bad like well, I'm, uh, I'm, when okay. i read this list it's an incredible list well I, i'm not stunned because i i've said this going Almost not quite, maybe almost a decade back, not quite a decade. I've said that we, we, I would say, yeah, in about 10 years, half of the co- starting quarterbacks in the league will be black. Because of number one, you, you began to see blacks get the opportunity and obviously shine at the quarterback position. And then when you look at the college landscape, so many of the leading quarterbacks were are and were African Americans. And so it was like where the pipeline is becoming more and more black. So I could see this coming and it's it, you want it to be a meritocracy where the best man wins the job whether he's black, white, whatever. And so you're seeing that and you know this is where it's at right now. Now you said it. There, some of the top, not just white quarterbacks surviving. You, J- Joe Burrow's probably the second best quarterback in the league behind Patrick Mahomes. Josh Allen's probably third best. All right, Trevor Lawrence had a great year and probably will become a star. And Justin Herbert is there too. So it's not like there aren't some great white quarterbacks. Um, and. It's not like there haven't been some African-American busts, too. You know, uh, Keeley Smith, that was going way back. But uh, Dante Culpepper, who had a nice little cup of coffee, right? It was a nice, sweet cup of coffee for a few years. Uh, But then Jamarcus Russell, you know, uh, Dwayne Haskins, rest in peace. I mean, obviously that ended very tragically, but he wasn't panning out as a player. Cardale Jones, we talked about him, Ohio State. So, it's not just white quarterbacks who are being taken high and but being bust. There's some African Americans too, uh, but that's part of progress, Rob, in this country. When we've looked at things racially, it is African Americans getting a chance to fail. It's not like oh, only the super Negroes, the ones who are head and shoulders above everybody else, get to play or get to play that position or coach or whatever. It's just average ones or what bad is- ones. By that standard, that failed. That's when you know you've reached fairness. When black, white, or Hispanic, whatever color, you get a chance, and you you succeed or you fail. Um, but you know what's interesting too with this, Rob, is that even as you do obviously see African Americans, um, you know, playing the quarterback and playing it well. I don't think I, I think and I don't think you mean extinct like there's not going to be any white quarterbacks but obviously the numbers are changing um but some other positions tight end has become a white position for the most part 
I have no idea why. Because you think about back in the day, you had Ozzy Newsom and Kellen Winslow. One of the all-time great tight ends. Oh, yeah. I mean, some of you know, uh, you had some awesome African-American. Shannon Sharp, our colleague. And now it has become a largely white position where the the best tight ends, and most of them, best or not, are white. And you're also seeing, I know it's just one, Christian McCaffrey, has become, you know, he's one of the best running backs in the league. He'd have an argument for the best if he could stay healthy. Um, Cooper Cup, you know, after what, two years ago, some people thought he was the best receiver in the league. He's white. So you're, I, I think what this is going to, it's just like you see in basketball, it's forcing, you know, white quarterbacks are going to have to be more mobile, uh, a la Josh Daniel, uh, Allen. Daniel Jones, now he's not great, but he's mobile. And he, you know, we'll see what he becomes under Brian Dable. But, you know, I, I think it's going to force them to have to be mobile and, and be better and step up. But see, here, here's the thing. And I think what happens is, you know this, all these leagues are copycat leagues. And you would think in what the NFL's turned into, which is a passing league, and that was always the thing when they were passing up the Charlie Wards and all the black quarterbacks who are doing what they're doing now, Chris, who could also run and throw. And, and, you know, like they passed those guys up. They wouldn't even draft a Charlie Ward. Go look. He won the Heisman. Played major college football. Tony Dungy has told us he could have been Peyton Manning. Exactly. I don't necessarily believe that, but that's what Tony Dungy said. But that's his call, right. right? And the thing is, Chris, he wasn't even drafted. Right. And now we're in a draft where the top three Three out of four uh, players drafted are black quarterbacks. Like, this is where we are in the NFL. And that's why I'm saying you would think they would be looking for your more traditional uh, quarterback. It's a passing league. You just want a guy. Well, you got to be mobile. But you, but but it's changed you be because mobile. of because of defenses the and what, of the the, game. what they can do, right? And you have to be able to move around. That's why I'm saying, like, this was so – and then we saw it in the Super Bowl, of course. First time two black quarterbacks ever faced off against each other. There are all these signs moving one way to me. And that's why I'm saying, after last night, I'm starting so to say— So last night was your eye-opener? Yeah, just I, last, I was not—I didn't think last night was a big deal. No, last night, and then, you know, coupled with the Super Bowl, and then coupled with these contracts and the guys who are being paid now— in the NFL, and we know it's all a timing thing, and and Joe Burrow's going to get paid soon, and right. and, and those guys as well. The top two, you know what I mean? They're going right. to get paid too. But I'm just looking at this as you look as you go forward and see, because Caleb, right? Caleb, Caleb Williams, Williams. yeah, USC. It's going to be. It's probably going to be the first pick next year, Chris. So here, yep. here comes another guy. I don't know who else is on the horizon, but I just wonder. Are white quarterbacks becoming extinct? I think they are. I think that they're going to look at How do you say the, you, extinct's too strong? Because you know it's not I'm, like Joe Burrow and Josh becoming. Allen and Justin Herbert are, are old. No, becoming as we go forward because you, you gave the numbers on how many you thought you said 10 years ago you thought half of the quarterbacks were going to yeah, be black. And you're almost now. there. Yeah. And I don't know, 10 years from now, will it be two, two-thirds, Chris, like as, as time goes on? So it I don't know. When you talk about the college football, black guys have always played college football. Chris, they just never got drafted in the NFL. There right. always been black quarterbacks, even at all-white schools. And they're also throwing always. it more, though. 
Because back in the day, not that there weren't guys that could throw, like you mentioned Charlie Ward and some others, Warren Moon, never, he didn't get the shot right away. But a lot were running quarterbacks. Now you're getting either a mix, guys that run and pass, or some that are just straight-up passers. C.J. Stroud was a straight-up passer. You know, so, all right, let's throw it out to the listeners. 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. Do you agree that white quarterbacks are going extinct in the NFL? We will continue the conversation with you next. It is Chris and Rob, the odd couple, Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts from. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could, would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, my name's Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready to, you know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your host of TMI. New year, new name, new energy, but... Same old us. <laughs> oh, yeah. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. But that's not all. We will also have special guests to add their thoughts on the topics, as well as break down different political issues with local activists in their community. If you like to be informed, And to expand your thoughts, listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. 
I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. I never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true, and I'm not offended by that. Thank you for, for going through those things, and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for the limits. Every time I have like one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a, in a different aspect of my life now. So, how'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, it's the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob. We're live from the TireRack.com studios. And uh, tonight, there's an unbelievable true story playing about how George Foreman went from winning the Olympic gold to winning the heavyweight championship to retiring to returning to the ring 10 years later and doing it all over again, winning another belt. Big George Foreman. It's the movie, and it's out now exclusively in movie theaters starting tonight. Get your tickets now. Rated PG-13, 877-99 on Fox. Rob says white quarterbacks in the NFL are becoming extinct. Agree or disagree? All right, let's kick it off with B in Chicago. You're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, B? Fellas, fellas. What up? Hey, man. Okay, I'm a big football fan. Uh, I, I grew up. Uh, watching Walter Payton, and um, yeah, uh, let me ask you guys a question: Why in nineteen in the nineteen twenties uh, the NFL would be over hundred years old? It started in nineteen twenty. Why did they make up the color line? It was in, it well. Was, I mean, they had initially blacks were playing, and then they banned them in the thirties. Right. Yeah. No, no, no. But no, it was no. racism. It, it was, Period. Okay, but, it wasn't but just why? football. It was all over the country. Right. Exactly. But, but but specifically in sports, why did they create the color line for black players? Oh, you mean like it, when they kept black players out of the... Uh, I hear you, but you got to understand racism. They, they used to think blacks couldn't be as good of athletes as whites. And couldn't they play quarterback, we Chris. We, we couldn't play... Well, beyond that, right. if you go back into the late 19th century... There was the talk was that African Americans couldn't handle the pressure that comes with playing sports. Yeah, they couldn't were big think and on strong, their feet. Couldn't think on their feet. Couldn't be clutch. Couldn't you know, like you said, think and play at the same time. I mean, all these rumors, right? Uh, and and stereotypes that were just utterly ridiculous. Let's and get- Rob, you notice know a jockeying. You that used to be most of almost all the jockeys used to be in horse racing used to be black. That's why you see the lawn jockeys yep. are blue, yep. black uh, people. Yep. yep, no doubt about it. Let's go to Mark. Mark in Sacramento, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Mark? What's going on, gentlemen? What up, man? You, what's happening, guys? If you're going to go back that far, remember we were only considered three quarters of a human being. Three fifths, so. three yep. fifths, yeah, three right? Fifths three fifths. Of a I'm sorry, three yeah. fifths. Yes, yeah. exactly. Uh, on this one, Rob, I don't. I don't think it's going. They're going to get extinct. I think what happened is they're going to start to find more mobile, athletic white quarterbacks right. like Josh, like Josh Allen and uh, Daniel Jones, because they got to be able to get away from these pass rushers that are about to kill them. And the other thing that has happened is the uh, you notice the the 
increase in black quarterbacks who are able to run is coinciding with the NFL fading out the running backs. So it's economic, too. That's a good point. That's interesting. Yeah, that's but, but you're not, interesting yeah, but you're running, but, that's, that's a, I hadn't thought yeah, about that with the running back. I, I hear you, but it's not like they've eliminated that position. That's not race-based at right. all, but that's right. just, and I, and just I, and style. And I hear, I mean, your point that you're making, but I just wonder how many Josh Allens and Daniel Jones really are out there. I mean, I, I get a couple of them. But I'm it's telling you, more, be half more and more or quarterbacks are going to look like. Yeah, that's what I'm you, saying. You will have some really good white ones. Yeah. Sure. Let's squeeze one more in, Chris, on this. Um, Aaron in Virginia, you're on the Odd Couple Fox Sports Radio. What up, Aaron? My uncle's from another mother. My brother's across the board. <laughs> How we doing tonight? What up, What's man? Up? How you doing? <laughs> good, good. Uh, I don't think they'll go extinct. I. The thing is, is like you guys mentioned. You know, the primarily owners of the league uh, in the league are white, and I don't think they're going to let that happen. But what you do see now— I disagree with that because most of the white owners in the NBA, the NBA used to be 100% white. Okay, so I I don't I don't well, agree with that. Way, no, but way, I'm just way, saying that at some point, Chris, if you're you got a I team, I mean, you gonna have Aaron, to win. No, you, you want to win. win. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, you, I just don't think they're right. gonna sit there and go, "I'm gonna take a bad white quarterback because no, I'm a white owner right. and I don't want to have." I just don't believe that. That's Aaron. why go you ahead. see the black quarterbacks now because it's like we just got to win. We can't worry about what color somebody is. Aaron, are you there? Yeah. Or are you going? Go yeah, ahead. yeah, that's that, that's true. But what I what I do say, I agree with y'all. The best man is getting a chance, and that's what's most important in all of this. Right. Y'all have a good night. Thank yep. you. Appreciate nah, that's, it. That's the truth. That's the truth. All right, uh, it is the Odd Couple, Chris and Rob here, live in the TireRack.com studios. The Lakers playing tonight in not quite uh, fully technically a must-win, but kind of sort of a must-win. We'll get to that next, but first. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at FoxSportsRadio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Fox Sports Radio's 2023 draft coverage is presented by Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, the reigning champion in natural men's health. Level up, guys, your strength, your energy, and your focus at C-H-O-Q.com. Use code DRAFT for 35% off any subscription for life. That's right. Your entire life, you get 35% off. When you go to Chalk, C-H-O-Q.com, and use the code word DRAFT. All right, Rob, I said it. The Lakers tonight against Memphis. I originally picked Memphis in six. I think we both did. Picked them in six. Um, It is hard for me just – we've seen it for the last 20 years. It's hard for me to imagine a team, particularly a young team, Beating LeBron James three straight games in the playoffs. But I think if the Grizzlies win tonight, Rob, they got a great chance of doing it. Um, And so I think, like a lot of people are saying, I won't go. It's Obviously, it's not full must win. But they need to get this thing done tonight. Because, and the main reason I think that, Rob, obviously they would be at home, Memphis would be at home for game seven. But beyond that, Rob, I think LeBron James is spent. I think he's gassed. I think he's worn out. I Game four, he looked worn out. He paced himself smartly, but he had to. And he found a way, and all credit to him, 
he found a way late in that game to deliver a victory. And I thought he came out in game five and tried. He tried to put it away, but was one for five in the first quarter, one for four in the second quarter. He was and had five turnovers in the first half. He didn't have it. He did not have his legs. He was one for nine or something like that from three. Um, he looks worn down. This every other day schedule has really, I think, from the outside looking in, it looks like it's taking a toll on the 38-year-old LeBron who's in his 20th season. And game seven, if they don't win tonight, game seven is on one day's rest. And the travel is far, right? Memphis to L.A., that's a long trip. And so beyond just all the momentum being with Memphis if they win tonight and they're at home, I just think LeBron uh, is – I don't know what he's going to have left in the game seven. Now, again, he's all-time great. Maybe he'll summon something. But it's hard. He just looks like he's worn down physically. And remember, he had an injury coming in too, Chris. I mean, he wasn't 100% to start, right? He had, uh, was battling. I, so. I mean, I don't – yeah, I, he's played – no, I know, but I'm just saying. Tonight, I'm not. I don't yeah, but I'm just saying. But he came in. Well, when you add all those things like together, and and the and the 20 years and all the time and energies put in, it is. And that, and now you're asking yourself, uh, without having significant rest and the way that he played the last game, it's going to be interesting. This is a huge game to me because I'm with you. I I do believe if Memphis wins tonight, they win Game Seven. They really do. Um, and I, I, I don't know. The last game I thought was important for the Lakers to just try to get it over with, you know, and and, and put them out. Go for it, Chris, yep. so that you wouldn't be in this situation. Right. Well, Rob, reports are out that LeBron, uh, this is what you call a game face. He, has, he showed up at the arena more than five hours before tip-off to get shots up. So he knows, like the rest of us, this is a big, this is a huge game. And Rob, it also, the thing for LeBron, again, we, we're talking about his age, 38, 20th year. I don't know, but this might be his last shot. Anthony Davis is always banged up. He's healthy right now. LeBron's 38 and been banged up the last several years. He's healthy right now. The supporting cast is good. Like this, and Rob, we've talked about it. Look at the... All the injuries. You ain't got the Clippers have owned the Lakers. You ain't got to right. worry about them. Not just because they got beat. Heck, they probably would have won had they been healthy as against Phoenix. Right. Phoenix is still finding itself. Who are we? Let's figure out how we can play together. Denver's not scary. They got one superstar. Golden State is as old as the Lakers. I mean, they look good, but I'm, they're old too. And so it's there. This might be the last, maybe you know how it said, the last best chance for LeBron. And I think he knows that. That's probably why he showed up five hours early. But, um, I, you know, it's going to be Rob. And, and here's the thing. And Rob G told me this earlier. You might want to double check it, Rob, or let me know if it's definitely the case. The next round, Rob, <laughs> is likely to be or it will be every other day. I don't know. I mean, I I just think that's 
it ain't just LeBron. Anybody 38, 20th year, that's going to take a toll. And we haven't seen anybody play this well at this stage of their career. But, Rob, you see a marked difference between LeBron in the first few games of the series when he had rest and these last few when it was on one day's rest. And 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 it's uh, it's huge. And now, like you say, the way that the schedule sets up, it's not in the favor of the Lakers with the older player. I mean, it, no. it, it it's it is going to uh, probably determine what happens here, Chris. You know what I mean? Like it could factor in. That's not to take anything away from Memphis, and and they had oh, a no. really good season. But I'm just saying, you might not be getting your best LeBron. And I hope he didn't come too early. You know what I mean? That's the other thing. I'm, uh, did he come too early? You know what I mean? Like, sometimes you don't want to come too early, Chris, and sit around. Well, sometimes you 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 think too much. I, I do think <laughs> LeBron's been around the block enough, and he had that issue from the Fox Sports. earlier, you know, when, I mean, the Dallas thing was clearly him just getting in his own head. Um, so I don't think he'll get there, but that's, you know, it's interesting. You break You break your routine. You know, and um, so that shows that you're you're concerned. But uh, this is, yeah, this is Rob. And, and here's the thing. I think Memphis, the Lakers were already at a major deficit athletically. And they, they got some athletes. Jared Vanderbilt, uh, Dennis Schroeder's really been playing good defense earlier in the series, especially when he wasn't as worn down. But Ja is Ja looks like he is refreshed, Rob. Yeah. Uh, Desmond Bain is Desmond Bain, and he doesn't shoot it like one of the Splash Brothers. He's a good shooter, but not like them. But he, for, I just I don't know. He reminds me of Clay Thompson a little bit. You know, he's not little slightly different games, but just I don't know. Maybe a guy that nobody expected that much from a guy that's not you know freakishly athletic but gets it done, and he's playing well. And then you got Jaron Jackson Jr. Roger, you have the uh, schedule for the second round? Yes, sir. According to Fox Sports Radio NBA insider Mark Medina for uh, Memphis Grizzlies, Lakers, and uh, Kings Warriors, if these series both end in six, game one starts on Sunday, they will play alternating days the rest of the way. If either games go to game seven, they will start playing on Tuesday, but again, one They're day all, off. All, right. 2, 4, 6, day. 8, 10, 12, 14 of May. Wow. 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 The only thing that would benefit the – well, not benefit, but save the Lakers, if you will, is if they play a Golden State, Rob, it's not that far of a trip, you know? But Right, right. Whew, it's still in California, still. right. The every but, other but day, man, it's, it's real. Father time is real, all right? <laughs> I know. I wake up every day moving around, trying to move around. <laughs> well, Chris, can I, can I peel the curtain back real quick? On the, Speaking of that, Rob Parker texts me this afternoon. This is a Uh-oh. true story. Uh-oh. I'm sitting on my couch. Pre- you couldn't uh, find his dentures? Preparing for the radio <laughs> show. <laughs> Rob Parker hits me up. Yo, what time is it in L.A.? I'm in Dallas. My time is all screwed up. I didn't oh, know what time it was. If that's that, not an that's old man age. moment, that, I don't know is what is. Rob Parker. <laughs> I didn't My know. I was goodness. like trying to figure out exactly what time. Is it two hours between Texas and, and California? Is it one you know, hour? I think uh, Dallas is on Central Time, correct? So Rob G. Gave, so right? right now, what right now, Rob, is 740 there? 
Yeah, seven forty-one. Yeah, in you're Dallas, on you're right. on uh, Central Time. But I wasn't sure I if it was two hours or one. I didn't want to miss the show. I don't know if that's age or. Not being smart? What are you trying to say? <laughs> I thought it was a joke at first, so I didn't reply right away. Then I right, waited. I I'm like, like no, it's 140. Hit you again. Like, yo, <laughs> I'm serious. Am I missing the show? <laughs> and, and, and the only thing worse today was I, 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 I come down from my lift to go to the airport to go to LaGuardia. I put my bags in the car, and I tell the guy, the driver, I'm going to get my, my uh, receipt, you know, my um, checkout from the hotel. The dude takes off and heads to the airport without me. Not with your luggage. Yes. What? Yeah, he says that he thought I said. Did he come back? It was a delivery. I called him in a panic. I'm like, dude, where are you? He's like, I'm on my way to the airport. I thought this was a delivery. With my luggage to LaGuardia? Wow. Dude, I was so, I was irate. How far, how long had he been gone? Ten minutes. I turned my back. Wow. Uh, and he was like, I don't know. He had, it took 10 minutes to get back to me. So he was on his way to the airport. Wow. How do you go to the airport without somebody in the car with my bag? That might be the answer to this next segment on Shop Talk. That's Uh-oh. next. Keep it locked. <laughs> I couple Fox Sports Radio. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. Hey, my name is Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of On Purpose. I just had a great conversation with Michael B. Jordan, and you can listen to it right now. Michael is known for his performances in both film and television. His breakout role was in Fruitvale Station, playing Oscar Grant, which earned him widespread praise and numerous award nominations. His portrayal of Killmonger in Marvel's Black Panther, one of my favorites, further solidified his status as one of Hollywood's leading actors, earning him widespread acclaim for his complex and compelling performance. In our conversation, Michael really opens up. You're going to love listening to it, and I can't wait for you to check it out. The closest to getting what you want is always the hardest. It's always the feeling when you're getting ready. You know, people give up right before they get what they've always wanted to get. People quit. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Elliot Connie, and this is Family Therapy. My best hopes, I guess, identify the life that I want and, and work towards it. i never seen a man take care of my mother the way she needed to be taken care of. I get the impression that you don't feel like you've done everything right as a father. Is that true? That's true. And I'm not offended by that. Thank you for for going through those things and thank you for overcoming them. Wow. Thank God for deliverance. Every time I have one of our sessions, our sessions be positive. It just keeps me going. I feel like my focus is redirected in a different aspect of my life now. So... How'd we do today? We did good. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy. Listen now on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 
Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart's Outspoken Network for a year, and what a year it has been. Every weekday, I navigate our rapidly changing world alongside our series of fabulous expert guests. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. Woke not just to the latest headlines, but also to the collective power we all have. Woke to the need to build community with those around us. Woke to how to avoid burnout and woke to the ways we can all find joy in the madness. Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's the iCouple brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Progressive makes bundling easy and affordable. Get a multi-policy discount by combining your motorcycle, RV, ATV, boat, and more. All your protection in one place is wonderful. Bundle and save at Progressive.com. Also brought to you by Discover Credit Cards. At the end of your first year, Discover automatically doubles all the cash back that you've earned. That's right. Everything you've earned doubled. Seriously. See terms and check it out for yourself at Discover.com slash match. It's time for Shop Talk. Ain't nobody exempt in the barbershop. You know that. Ain't nobody exempt. You can talk about whoever and whatever, whenever you want to in the barbershop. Now, it's Shop Talk. That's right. It is Shop Talk here on the Occupable Fox Sports Radio segment. We discuss something happening outside of the world of sports. And we're cheating this week because this week's topic does come to us from the world of sports. As you guys talked about at the beginning of the show, Will Levis looked absolutely beside himself last night when he didn't get drafted in the first round of the draft. And he looked flat out embarrassed. Everybody was talking about it on TV and radio, including this show. So it got me thinking, what is your most embarrassing workplace moment? Rob Parker, you've had 47 jobs. We'll start with you. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. (laughs) Almost. Right? No, that the number is right, Close. Chris. You know that that number is right. I've worked is it for everybody. Forty seven? I've I've worked Close. I think I, I think I've had like forty jobs. Just a few I've, years ago you said thirty five. Right. I I would say forty and now you know MLB network and a couple other things that I'm doing. Um yeah, uh let's see. Most embarrassing. It's a good question. I would I would I, say you got something, Chris? Because I got one. Yeah, right. but go ahead. Go ahead. My, I think mine was when, okay, I come to Detroit as a, uh, as a columnist, Chris, and the Knicks are come to Detroit to play. And, you know, all, I knew all the New York writers and whatnot. Right. So, you know, like they were coming to town, and then there's a story in the paper, an actual story how I got suspended from the show – uh, when was this? This was in like 1994 or five, 1994. So all the New York writers are in town, and 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 the story in the paper is that Rob's got suspended for something he said on the air. So I was embarrassed because wow. they were like, you know what I mean? Like all the New Yorkers are in town, all the people I knew, and the thing that they have to read in the paper is that I got suspended for saying something crazy on the radio. Wow, I was embarrassed wow. by that. For me, it happened really before my. I guess real career started. It, w- it was when I was an intern. Uh, so I was, it was the summer before my senior year of college. 
And um, I, robbed, I, I, Oberlin was a liberal arts school, so I majored in English. They didn't have a journalism department. Right. So I hadn't had a lot of uh, experience. Uh-oh. And so they handed me the Radio Shack computer. You remember those? The, the precursors right, the to the laptop. Yeah. yeah. Where you could see about eight lines of your print. I had never seen one. They sent me out to cover a minor league baseball game, the Canton Akron. I can't remember their team name, but the Canton Akron something. And I was with Elton. You know Elton Alexander, right? Yep. I was with him. He was the writer. To, he was writing a story for the game and the paper. I was writing a story for the assistant editor to see what I could right. do. Right. And so I I wrote the story, went in. It was a Friday. So that Monday I went into the editor's office. He wanted to see me. And, Rob, he ripped me to shreds. Wow. And about my story, he was yelling. All the newsroom and all the sports room, you know, sports desk. Looking at right. right. They, well, they could hear it. The door was closed, but they could hear it. And he's yelling at me. And going through my head is like, you know, you think like your whole family, your mom, your dad, your grandma, they were so proud of you getting this internship. And I'm like, man, I'm failing miserably. Right. You know, and, and I really had to man up. You really had to be like, man, I'm 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 gonna be a, I'm just not gonna be able to do it, or I gotta man up and do a better job. And obviously that's what I did the rest of that summer, but that and then I walked out and all the newsrooms saw it and they were cool. They were, hey man, don't worry about it. You know, he does that there, but whatever. But it was, it was, he ripped me to shreds, man. Wow. Rob Lee, G, quickly, Lee, you got I something? can't remember his last name. Lee yeah, Lee. I mean, I told you guys the story before. When I was producing Ben Maller's show in the overnights, he asked me to reset the Wi Fi for his laptop and I shut down the Fox Sports Radio network oh, for over my. three minutes. And oh. uh, we found out at that you time. You still here? Yes, we found out. We found out at that time that the audio that they played in the upstairs to to fill the dead air was a Steve Desager March Madness update from like five years before that. Wow, which was nice. <laughs> wow, hey, I wish we had it, it happens to the best of us. It happens to the best of us. So, all right, it is the Odd Couple here on the Funky Flashback Friday. We got one hour left, so keep it locked. Fox Sports Radio, iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM 83. Have you ever brought your magic to Walt Disney World like, hey, we came to play? Did you tip your tiara to a Creole princess or get goofy officially? Step up like a boss and save the day? Or see what life's like under the tree of life? Did you? If you could. Would you? When we come through, it's true magic. Because we came to play. Bring the magic at Walt Disney World Resort. I'm Tamika D. Mallory. And it's your boy, my son, the general. And we are your hosts of TMI. And catch us every Wednesday on the Black Effect Network, breaking down social and civil rights issues, pop culture, and politics in hopes of pushing our culture forward to make the world a better place for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right. Danielle Moody here, host of the Woke AF Daily podcast. We've been with iHeart for a year, and what a year it has been. As we head deeper into 2024 and yet another life-changing election cycle, Woke AF Daily is here to keep you sane and woke. 
Make Woke AF Daily your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elliot Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David. David, he is a leader. He just don't want to leave me. But how do you lead a woman? How do you lead in a relationship? Like, what's the blueprint? David, you just asked the most important question. Listen to Family Therapy on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.